what's up what's up what's up y'all it is your girl queen key on the beat and yes you know what it is i am back with another lit episode um not even just lit i am back with another episode that is going to make you think and challenge your mind this week um this was really something that was placed on my heart and y'all know when there's something placed on my heart I have to talk about it I have to get it out and share it with you all because it was placed there for a reason and I really feel like this episode is going to help somebody out but before we actually jump right into this episode um it's February and when I think about it it is February the 2nd and it is Black History month and I am going to do an episode of a few of my favorite activists and my favorite hero I wouldn't say hero but my favorite inspirations um, for Black History Month so stay tuned for that episode as well that may be the next episode after this one um but I we'll see we'll go from what we'll see if it's going to be the next episode or not you just got to bear with me y'all because i'm trying to give you as much content as possible so i thank you for being so 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 patient um but let's go ahead and jump right into this episode queen nation because there's so much that i have to say and such a little bit so i really hope that this will help somebody out. are listening I want you to close your eyes for a second actually for a minute and I want you to clear your thoughts clear your mind and I want you to really think about a time where you felt abandoned Or a time where you felt rejected. A time you felt neglected. And a time you didn't feel accepted for who you were. I know we all have had times where we wanted to feel accepted by our family members and by our friends and by the by social media and by those around us and we want to fit in and we want to feel apart and then I know there's times where we have been rejected and whether it was from that that spouse or that person that you may have liked or that person that you may have had feelings for or even 
feeling rejection from your your most closest peers, your your family, your your friends, those that are in your circle. Or feeling neglected, feeling abandoned. And neglected and abandoned goes together. Feeling that you are alone and that no one wants you. No one cares about you. You're just left alone there to suffer and to figure things out on your own and to build by yourself. I, for one, have dealt with a lot of those things all in one. Um, I can take you back to those times when I wanted to find my family so bad and you guys know my story. I've shared it with you a bunch of times and I I felt like for years my my parents neglected me. I felt that I was abandoned. I felt that I wasn't important and I felt rejected. And when you don't deal with those those feelings, when you don't deal with those demons early on, that plays into every aspect of your life. I felt abandoned because I felt that neither my mom nor my dad wanted me, which then made me feel rejected. And then I felt neglected because I felt there were other things that were more important than me. And I'm sorry, y'all, because when I talk about this, it touches, it hits me really deep because I have grown so much to the point where now I don't feel that anymore, but I felt that, you know, the drugs were more important than me. The lifestyle that they wanted was more important than me. I felt that they were selfish. I felt hurt. I was, I was in a dark space for a long time and no one never knew. And I dealt with that in ways that people didn't know. I dealt with it how I felt was the way I should have. I felt like it was supposed to be handled. And what I'm saying is, You are important. For years, I never felt important. For years, I never felt like I was somebody. So many times back in junior high was really when it started to really hit me because we would would have these different events going on, you know, and... I would see girls with their parents, with their mom, 
and I would see the family, the type of love, the type of relationship that they had. And I'm grateful for what I have. I'm grateful for where I am. But it was like, man, why me? Why couldn't I have that that relationship with my mom? Why couldn't she give up what she was doing for me? Why was that more important than me and this is why now I face you know so many different things in my life because it plays in every aspect and every role and back to what I said before if you don't deal with those demons if you don't heal from abandonment if you don't heal from neglect if you don't heal from being rejected and if you don't heal from wanting to be accepted it will eat you alive it will tear you apart school let me take it back to when I said in junior high I was in a dark space that nobody knew not my granny not my sister not my youth pastor not my pastor not my teachers nobody not even my best friend I went through this period where I pushed everybody away and I started holding on to everything because I started seeing the images and I started to realize there was a void in my heart there was a void in my heart because I felt like maybe I was a mistake Maybe I wasn't meant to be here. Maybe I wasn't supposed to be here. Because the two people who brought me into this world didn't want me. They they left me is how I saw it. I felt like it was all my fault. And how could something be your fault when you were just a child when you were just a baby you you didn't know but in my eyes I felt like it was my fault and I started doing things that was out the norm I became very suicidal on top of being suicidal I started cutting myself okay most of you will be like oh no like girl that's emo or girl you crazy like 
No, that's the way I dealt with my pain. I started cutting myself and I would make scars and I would make designs and I would have these marks. I'm sorry, y'all. I would have these marks, you know, um, on my arms and on my wrist and I would wear long sleeves shirts even in the summertime to cover up my scars and nobody noticed a change in me until the day I tried to kill myself the day that I tried to kill myself was God way of showing me that it's not my fault you didn't ask for this but I put you in a place where you are loved where you are accepted for who you are where you aren't abandoned where you aren't rejected and um, that day I remember it I was thinking of so many different ways I was like maybe I can Maybe I can, because there was no way I had access to weapons, you know. So I was thinking of so many different ways to harm myself. I was thinking of ways that I could instantly just pass away without it hurting, you know. Uh, I tried mixing a bunch of different things together and drinking it. That didn't work. It was just nasty. Um, I thought maybe tossing myself down the steps and hitting my head as hard as I thought I could would take me out. But then the very last thing was I, I would always go and sit on my roof. You know, as a kid, I would sit on my roof and I would just look out, you know, just look at the sky and I would just think or I would just sing because that was my only way out that was my only way to feel and I thought well my room is on the second floor this is a pretty high jump but I bet if I jump maybe that'll work maybe Maybe if I jump and I land on my back, maybe. And it was all these maybes. And um, I'm sorry, y'all. This is this this was really a, a dark moment in my life that I try not to go back and reimagine. But there's kids, there's people that's dealing with this stuff every day, and you don't know. You don't know and we look past it and we brush it off. But that night at 9 o'clock, uh, I stood on my on my roof and I was preparing to jump. But I was so scared. I couldn't get myself to do it. And I told myself, I said, stop being scared. 
Stop being scared, Keisha. Just do it. And I almost jumped. But then my phone rang. And I'm like, who who would call me right now? In the midst, not that anybody knew what I was doing. Not that I told anybody what was going on. But it was like, why would you call me right now? Who calling me? And it was my godmom. And she called me and she was checking on me. She was seeing how I was doing. And I just broke down. I said, I was a freshman at the time when I tried to do this. Everything, it was years that was going up into this. So everything started when I was in seventh grade. And then it just led up to my freshman year at high school. And she she called me and she checked on me and and I just I cried and I was just like you know why did this why me why did this happen to have it have to happen to me and I started cutting myself and I told her what I was doing to myself and she gave me this long speech you know um, but to make a long story short she saved my life that day. God saved me because I was looking, I was searching. And even after that happened, I was still searching because there was a part of me that was missing. There was a part of me that still felt like I'm empty. Have you ever felt empty? Have you ever felt like there was just a part of you that's missing there's a part of you you're not whole you're not I didn't feel complete and then to fast forward a couple years graduated high school then that's when I started really heavily thinking about my mom and at this time I didn't know anything about my dad even being around I just knew there were two people who created me, who made me, and they gave me up. But I saw it, like, in a bad way, and I didn't feel complete, I didn't feel whole, and I started looking, and I started searching, and every day, I thought maybe I was getting closer to something, but then it'll just be a dead end. It was just like, I kept, it was like a continuous chapter in a book that never ended. And eventually I gave up and, you know, I prayed about it and I said, you know what, God, maybe it's not meant for me to find my biological family. Maybe it's not meant for me, but you know what, I give it to you and I left it at that and I said, you know what? Though I may feel like there's a void, though I may not feel all the way complete, I know that if it's my time, it'll happen. And Lord willing, a whole year later in 2017, in May, May the 7th to be exact, I found my biological family. But the main person that I was searching for, my mom, Sharon, She had already passed in 2016, which
which was the same year I prayed and left everything up to God to handle. And I was so hurt because I spent my whole life looking. I mean, going through records, uh, having sometimes coming out of pocket and paying, and still another dead end. But I say this to say, you are not alone. Though you may feel you, you have been abandoned, that maybe this person didn't love you, maybe you weren't good enough, maybe you weren't this, maybe you weren't that, that's just the devil telling you all of those lies because eventually he wants to tear you down. And then on top of that, after he tears you down, he wants you to take your life. And I was almost that person that almost took my life because I felt abandoned. I felt neglected. I felt rejected. And I wasn't accepted. And I tried so hard looking for attention and getting attention, but I was seeking attention the wrong way. But my life changed in May of 2017 because the conversation that I needed to have was with my dad. And we had a conversation, and I'm not going to go too deep into that, but he apologized. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. This is, this, is very, um, this is very deep for me. And he apologized to me for not being there because um, I I had siblings. I'm the only child through my mom, but on my dad's side is five of us, and I'm the youngest. And I was so hurt because I'm hearing all these stories, you know, uh, saying that how my dad was present, but he wasn't present, but they were still able to have a relationship with him. And I didn't get that. I didn't get that love. I didn't get that that talk, that relationship. But we were building that. And the apology is what I needed to make me feel whole. That made me feel complete. Because I heard the stories um, about how my mom spent years... Um, She spent years looking for me, y'all. She spent years and years and years looking for me. And I I was selfish and I just thought she forgot about me and that she just gave me up for adoption and she just lived her life how she wanted to live it and she didn't care at all about me. But just hearing the stories of how everybody looked for me, they searched for me, how 
could I feel abandoned? How could I feel neglected and rejected when the people who who gave me up was looking for me all alone? They were searching for me. And I say this because you have to forgive you have to love and when I say forgive I mean you have to forgive yourself for beating yourself up so much to the point where you wanted to take your life I know I'm not the only one who's been down this road so yeah I cry yes I get emotional when I talk about things like this because it's my life and I know I'm not the only one who has faced this who has dealt with this but I want to tell you today like my dad told me I'm sorry I love you and I'm here so we can make this relationship work And in the midst of us growing and gaining that relationship, he passed that same year in December of 2017. So those little small seven, six to seven months that I had with him, I was able to learn a lot about my dad. And I, again, I say this because you are somebody. You are loved. Don't strive so hard to be accepted. Accept yourself. Who cares if your family doesn't accept you? Who cares if your peers doesn't accept you? Who cares if your boss doesn't accept you? Who cares if your job doesn't accept you? As long as you accept yourself for who you are is all that matters. As long as you know that your life is valuable you can keep living and you can move on and I I do this podcast and I do everything that I do for them because I know that they gave me up for a better life It's okay to feel those ways. It's okay to feel the way you feel. But don't don't sit on it for too long. Because then you're going to miss the life that they gave, gave you up for. My mom didn't give me up because she felt like drugs was more important than me. My mom and dad gave me up because they knew that they couldn't give me the life that I needed and at the time how can they give me the life that I needed when they couldn't even take care of themselves you don't know the type of life your parents lived we can get mad all we want to those of us who've been adopted those of us who've been in the system foster care foster home orphanages we know I know, trust me, I know, I feel how you feel, I've been there. And this goes for anybody who hasn't even been in the system. 
you don't know the life that they live and you don't know their story and you never got the chance to ask them so instead of holding that grudge instead of being mad instead of being accept and wasting years and years and years and years on that void that incompleteness that you feel know that it was for the greater good and not for the bad it's okay to feel that way it's okay but what I'm saying is sometimes you gotta understand and you gotta smile and you gotta go through life as if it was a reason for you to be here and the way that I have dealt with this in my to let to let all of this out I do this podcast I write I sing I I dance and when I say dance I mean as in I praise dance because I feel that that's a way that I'm expressing myself I no longer feel abandoned I no longer feel rejected I no longer feel that I have to be accepted by the world as long as I accept me for who I am sympathy or for nobody to feel sorry for me or even for a handout I tell my stories because I can relate I tell my stories because I know on the other end of this episode I know on the other end of me talking there's somebody listening there's somebody writing taking notes there's somebody that's saying man I've been through or I have felt that exact same way whether it was because of your parents, a job, a spouse, a husband, a wife. Know that if they left you, it was for the greater good and not for the bad. I know this was a deep and touchy subject and y'all might be like you know what girl I don't got time to listen to this but you know what at the end of the day you're gonna come back to this and you're gonna be like man let me go back and listen to that episode that she dropped on season three let me go back and 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 hear what she was saying because now I'm feeling that way or maybe your daughter or your son is feeling that way don't miss the mistakes Not the mistakes, I mean, don't miss the signs. Don't miss the red flags, y'all. It's right there. It's all right there, just waiting for you to grab it. 
don't miss the signs. Talk to somebody and get some help. I've been there sitting in therapy talking to a counselor because I felt like I was crazy. Trust me, I've been there. But do what you have to do to make you a better version of yourself. 2021, it's time to let go of the hurt, the pain, the emptiness that we feel. And let's fill it with something positive. Let's fill it with something that makes us happy. Let's fill it with love. Let's fill it with passion. Matter of fact, let's fill it with unconditional love. Let's make this year great and let's not let's make this let's not make this year a year of the same mistakes. A year of the same having the same feelings, having that same hurt. Let go. Let God And that's all that I have to say for you all tonight. This is your girl, Queen Key, on the beat. Again, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Queen Key Nation. We are now streaming on YouTube as well now. So now we are applying visuals to our podcast. Now, this exact episode will not be recorded because this was something brought from the heart and this was something that I really wanted to touch on because for some reason I had to get it out and I had to share it because I know there's somebody that's dealing with this exact same feelings and it's okay y'all can reach out to me follow me on my social media and send your voice feedback I want to know how my podcast is helping you and you get a chance to be heard Yo, girl, Queen Key is out. Peace.